To those who never soldiered in war times, there is a halo that is inviting, but to those who have, there is no halo. It only comes with the years afterward, when all things are softened as into a dream. Captain Robert B. Houston, Rough Riders I suppose that war always does bring out what is highest and lowest in human nature. Theodore Roosevelt Prologue Wednesday, January 10th, 1906 The White House President Theodore Roosevelt is all smiles as he moves about and briskly shakes hands with the several guests gathered in his private office and the adjoining cabinet room. The president's favorite and overused exclamations punctuate the conversation. Bully! By George! And the drawn-out, delighted! Among those present today are Secretary of War William Howard Taft, U.S. Army Chief of Staff Lieutenant General Adna R. Chaffee, and Surgeon General Presley Marion Rixey. Also in the small crowd are several Army and Navy officers, all in full-dress uniform members of the Legislative Council of the American Medical Association, and a collection of newspaper correspondents. This is a very special day, because the President has gathered these men to witness the presentation of a Medal of Honor. This is the first time a Medal of Honor ceremony has taken place in the White House, the first time since the nation's highest military honor was created during the Civil War that a President of the United States has personally presented— in all previous years, medals of honor simply came in the mail. Roosevelt believed that medal recipients deserved more. As commander-in-chief, he issued an order on September 20, 1905, requiring that medals be conferred in person by the president, with formal and impressive ceremonies. Roosevelt's wish, according to a newspaper report, was to increase the value of the Medal of Honor as much as possible— and to make it as rare and as precious as the Victoria Cross. In an interesting but fitting coincidence, the man being honored this day, Captain James Robb Church, performed his acts of valor while serving as assistant surgeon under Roosevelt in the 1st United States Volunteer Cavalry, widely known as the Rough Riders. At the Battle of Las Guasimas, Cuba, on June 24, 1898, Church had risked his life time and again treating wounded troopers on the firing line. No less than five times, he had lifted a rough rider on his back and carried him to the rear, all the while being exposed to the enemy's highly accurate Mauser rifles. On three previous occasions, Captain Church had been formally recommended for this recognition, the first coming less than a year after his gallantry in Cuba. But for some reason, the recommendations languished at the War Department. Roosevelt was even under the impression that Church had received the medal seven years ago, until his close friend and former commander of the Rough Riders, Major General Leonard Wood, told him otherwise. The President wants today's precedent-setting ceremony to make up for that long delay. To begin, the portly Secretary Taft presents Captain Church to the President— and the room is completely silent as Taft reads from the recommendations that describe Church's heroics. Roosevelt proudly looks on. In his hand is a Morocco case that holds the medal. 
Once Taft finishes, Roosevelt turns to Church and speaks directly to him, but for all to hear. There is no distinction which confers greater honor upon any American in military or civil life than this, the one honor coveted above all others by every man in the military service of the United States. It was my good fortune as colonel of the regiment in which you served to be an eyewitness to your gallantry and to bear testimony to it by letter to the proper authorities, stating the reasons why I deemed that you were entitled to the Medal of Honor. I wish to state, Mr. Secretary, that the letters I wrote were written before I was president. Since I was president, I have held no communication whatsoever with the military authorities on the subject. Roosevelt, with another big smile, presents the Morocco case to the captain. Captain Church, he says warmly, there could be no greater pleasure than that I now experience in handing to my old comrade and friend this Medal of Honor.